G'day and welcome to another episode of Perth Property Insider. I'm your host, Jared Mann, and today I'm back with another episode where I'm discussing should you ever sell a property now or potentially ever? And a lot of people, investors particularly that sit in their ivory towers, say that you should never sell a property under any circumstances. It shouldn't the property should be kept and held, not sold. Well, many of those people don't live in the real world and don't have practical real life things in front of them, such as retirement, such as upgrading their house or such as that underperforming dog that they wish they never had in their portfolio. We're going to be looking at some of those reasons to look at selling and uh, how hard it is to time things perfectly. Now is a really good time with the market being up. We've probably got more upside ahead this year. So when should you look at selling if you're going to? This is an episode for anyone with that in their plans or anyone that wants to know some of the considerations before they get to that place in the future. So let's go inside. Welcome to Perth Property Insider, where you will learn how to grow your wealth and improve your life using Perth property. Our show is brought to you by Investors Edge Real Estate, the highly rated and award-winning property management specialist servicing the whole of Perth. Now, here is your host, Jared Mann. I'm getting asked by lots of our clients at the moment, is now a good time to sell? The market's improved, they can get you know more for their properties. But there's also some more potential upside ahead for the year. And look, I believe 2022 is going to be a great year for growth in property prices for in most areas. And there can still see, be some great reasons to look at selling now. So let me go through some of my thoughts on when is a good time to sell or is ever a good time to sell. Now, let me speak first to the what I call the accidental investors. You may have previously rented out your home because it didn't make sense to sell at the time. It wasn't an intentional investment that you went out and made and added it to the rentals, um, to being a rental. And you've been waiting for a better time to sell. You may have even tried to sell and couldn't get the price that you want, so you went and rented out or you didn't even bother because you, you knew that it, you know you could still make your other purchase happen. You still had you might have refinanced, used that money towards your home or had, along with some other savings and you were able to make your other purchase. So you reluctantly, perhaps at the time, went and made your home a rental property. So you may have fallen into being a landlord by accident, but I'd encourage you to try to see yourself as an intentional investor now. And if the property is in a good area and you can afford to hold it, then why not keep it? Continue to learn, grow your asset base, think about the long term and not just hold onto the property to benefit from the likely growth in the year ahead. But why not think about the next 20 to 30 years and how much growth that could give you, how much difference that could make in your world down the track. So you've already bought your next home. You don't really need the money out. It might make you feel a little bit better. Might need you to push your comfort zone a bit to be okay with that. Um, but you have to also look at this, the case that you're just going to end up paying taxes on the gains if there is a gain. You're going to pay selling costs. And yes, you could save some loan interest on your home, 
But if you use the proceeds to pay down, uh, you know, if you did use those proceeds to pay down debt, I think when you compare the net um, benefit, I think the prospects for potential upside are far beyond any loan saving. And I also don't think you can judge the prospects ahead for growth over the next 10 years based on how the last 10 years have been because we had our biggest boom in history and that had to be preceded by a balancing out and our biggest drop in history. It was a very difficult time. But previous to that, over the previous 30 or 40 years, our growth has been a lot more sustainable and and you can't think that Perth is all just boom and bust when that was a one in a lifetime perhaps event that we just have been through and we're on the other side of that now. So I think the prospects for growth over the next 10 years certainly shouldn't be judged on how the last 10 years have been. If anything, because the last 10 years have underperformed, I would expect the next 10 years to have greater prospect for growth ahead. So there's some wider perspective on transitioning from accidental investor potentially to intentional investor and trying to drag your thinking up to thinking on 10, 20, 30 years instead of just the next year. And what I've found is sometimes the best things in life happen by accident and it all, all it takes is a bit of a mental shift to change your plans and, and get into that intentional space. So what about if you're preparing for your retirement? Now, if you're close or at retirement age, it's, it's a very different story. You need to be thinking about you know, whether now is the right time to sell a property or two and it needs to be given very careful consideration and thought. Hopefully, you've already been through the growth phase of your asset base and things are now back to where they were for values or maybe further ahead in many cases across Perth. It makes sense to start um, paying down some debt when you're in that phase and transitioning to more of an income focus. So does need to be done with careful consideration and planning. And I definitely suggest that you speak to a financial advisor to model your exact situation and work out the timing for how this transition is done because that's going to be critical to how much tax you pay and what sort of income you're going to be left generating when you're on the other side and retired, I guess. So at this stage of your life, while you could hang on and likely see some more price upside this year, you also need to be making decisions from a lot more conservative place. Does the property have negative attributes or an inferior location such that if shit did hit the fan and the market suddenly dropped, will the property then be really hard to sell? So if it does have these negative attributes, it could be worth selling the property now when times are good and buyers are willing to overlook these negatives, that otherwise they'd be put off by them entirely in a softer market. And uh, also, it can be worth taking the more conservative approach. If you've got enough to retire, you've got your number, taking your gains while you can, taking your money off the table, or at least starting to prepare to, so that you're not trying to do it all in one go, trying to time that top of the market perfectly. Now, what about the underperforming property? Most of us have had one at some point. <laughs> if you haven't, you haven't yet bought enough properties to, um, or you've been very smart 
in your selection of properties from the start. Hopefully, uh, if you're listening to this podcast, I can help prevent the purchasing of an underperforming property. But if you've held on to that dog that is in an inferior location or continues to attract nightmare tenants, then it's well worth considering its sale. Or maybe you can consider its upgrade and renovation or so that you can attract other tenants before you look at sale. Now, as I've mentioned above, it's hard to know when the top of the market is. And I don't want you to be caught left holding it when the music stops because it can be a hell of a lot harder to sell this type of property when the market goes soft. So I've always said that if you look at the properties you own and you can only see mistakes, then it shows just how much you've learned since you bought it. And you should not be too hard on yourself because you actually took action, you actually learned, and you wouldn't make the same decision now. So some of those properties that when you look at, you know they're not going to perform because of their negatives and you've had otherwise had nightmares from them, now could be a great time to look at selling this type of property. Now, our next reason for looking at a sale of a property now is a property holding that property holding you back from an opportunity. So whether that be selling the underperformer or any investment property that's holding you back from either upgrading your home or starting or funding your business, it's my view that it's always a good reason to sell for either of those if you're going to upgrade your home or start a, a business or fund it to the next level of business. So I've had a continual interplay over my um, years of property ownership between my home, my investments, and my business. And sometimes I can't get enough out of my assets by refinancing that a sale is the only way I can make the opportunity that's in front of me happen. And that's, of course, without making things more complicated by bringing in a partner or an investor to make that thing happen. And in my earlier days, yes, I did use partners and investors to not miss an opportunity, but there's certainly simplicity. Things are a bliss when things are simple. <laughs> That's what I've learned. So look, every time I've also had a partner, at some stage, the asset has also needed to be sold or they've needed to be refinanced out because our situations are never going to be in alignment over the long term there's always going to come a point whether that be owning a property with your brother your sister your parents and of course uh, the other classic one is if you and your partner have grown apart and you're going through divorce well that's holding you back from starting your life again too and you know we don't want to touch further on that in this podcast but it's a good reason to sell if you have to so my interplay over the years between home investment and business has been such that I originally rent vested and buying properties in the lower end areas and I partnered with my parents um, to do that. And we did renovations and small developments to add value and I built up my capital um, over those starting out years and we sold some of the properties and I used that money to start my business in 2008. So I think it's perfectly fine to to sell when you've got a bigger opportunity in front of you for either home upgrade, a better investment, or a business. So it was a really tough grind starting out 
business with no revenue. So the savings that I had behind me meant that I didn't have to be desperate and it really helped me survive and give me a runway to take off from. And then after meeting the love of my life and getting married, um, my investing and business helped us buy a modest family home that we built in the Swan Valley. So things came back around, the investments I'd made came back around to to help with getting that home. Then in 2015, I sold all my investment properties to buy my business partner out. And it was very scary at the time to come up with so much money so quickly. And looking back, it was the best thing that I've ever done, but it kind of felt like wiping the slate clean and putting all my eggs in one basket. And But thankfully, that one basket has um, I put a lot of care, love and attention into being Investor's Edge, my business, and, and it's the best thing that I have ever done. So despite some tough times in the market after 2015, my business and home then grew enabling me to make us to make a substantial upgrade to our family home. We bought in Webley in December 2020 last year and we kept our previous one as an investment and thankfully our property here in Wembley has gone up some 20, 20% over the last year and Cavisham's gone up some 12%. So we're now using those savings and our equity gains to buy a premium A-grade investment properties with the intention of holding and never selling. So quality over quantity is our focus these days. And my intentions are to not ever sell them, but who knows what other opportunities could be ahead, what else we might want to do with our family home at some point in the next 10, 10 years. And I think uh, the reason I ran through my history there and in the interplay between home investments and business is I wanted you to at least see that it's, I think it's okay to use all of these things together and not just look at investing being an isolated thing. That sometimes you do need to sell properties to make the dreams happen. Do I wish I could go back and maybe just put, instead of being so active in property, buy one really well located, amazing property? When I started in 2003, four, and I think it was, and just, uh, Set and forget on it. Well, maybe that maybe that would have been the better approach. Um, but I also wouldn't have been able to take the other opportunities I have had. So I'm very grateful that I have had the path, and I've also learned a lot from the mistakes, and hopefully continue to be able to share them with you. So when we do make the decision to sell a property, timing the top of the market is very very difficult. The only time to know for sure when we've hit our peak is to see that the market's starting to go soft or that it's gone soft. So while there's, slow, there's signs that like a slowing median house price, the changes or the median house price is starting to go down, there can also be signs that the stock in the area is increasing or that days on market is increasing. By the time you start to see these and actually be, you know, get your property ready for sale, it can be too late and the market can be soft. So if you've got a tenant in, in the property as well, people often don't give anywhere near enough thought to how the timing of your end of tenancy needs to play into when you sell. 
So you need when when you're looking at your lease renewals with a tenant, you need to be making decisions usually for a six or a twelve month period at a time, and it's definitely going to cost you too much to try to sell property mid tenancy when you can't give possession to a home buyer. Most tenants at the moment aren't agreeing to ending a lease mid-tenancy because it's so hard for them to find another rental. So you'd have to wait until at least two months before the end of the lease or potentially you'd have to vacate the tenants if they're not presenting well and market the property for sale from there. So a lot can change in four to six months and you can't be sure that the market isn't going to go through its best times, get over its peak and then suddenly be very soft. So this is especially important to remember as I don't think the risk is anywhere near as great in the next six months, but as we continue this year, get towards the end of the year, you know, we'll know more as we go. But it's just hard to see beyond this year at this point in time. I don't think anyone would say that they know what's ahead with any greater clarity than anyone else, especially when we're talking about what could happen in 2023. So hopefully this has given you some clarity on some of the good reasons to sell a property. And if the timing's right for you or you think it might be, get in touch for a free market appraisal from me. You may not know that much about our sales side, but I've sold everything from a $200,000 unit up to million, multi-million dollar mansions. And I've sold in over 160 suburbs. So I'm sure I can help. I'm not focused on a single area i'm focused on relationships and doing an amazing job with marketing and negotiation and getting you the very best price without stress and that's why every month i have at least 60 percent of people using me that have already sold with me before so that's very grateful for that repeat business from people so get in touch if i can help with an appraisal or perhaps i've talked you out of selling i do spend a lot of time talking people out of selling if it's truly not the best time or the best thing for them. And hopefully these ideas will stay with you as your situation changes in the future. And you may either be becoming that accidental investor, becoming intentional. You might be preparing for retirement and there's some input. You may have that underperforming property you need to deal with at some point, or you may have that opportunity that's a once in a lifetime in front of you. So uh, get in touch if I can help with your dreams. Bye.